Okay, so up to the Gemara and Daflamid Bez and Bez, the Mishnah had said that if I'm asering Hanoah from someone's property, the Gemisha was describing the differences between asering Hanoah from someone's property or asering Hanoah from, from eating someone's food and the differences that entails. So it said that if you aser Hanoah from someone's property, you're not allowed to walk through their property. Now, walking through their property while it's technically benefiting from the property, it's the type of thing that the average person in the times of the Gemara didn't care about. The average person wasn't mocked if you walked through the backyard. In the times of the Gemara, they, they weren't careful. So the question is, you see from, it's not a question, you see from here that if I ask a hard from someone, I'm not allowed to benefit even the type of thing that nobody is really uh, particular about. So the Gemara says, Mantana, who is the author of that Mishnah that says that when you ask a Hanoah, you're not allowed to benefit even from things that the average person doesn't really care about. Well, that's about the other person, but you're getting enough from them. Correct, but you, so. you already saw, this is interesting, you've seen this throughout the Masech, like we talked about uh, uh, sales, right, buying and selling, that if it's... Um, like, who's getting more benefit, the buyer or the seller? So, the is the cash. It's like, everyone, you're still getting benefit. The answer is, it, it shows you when it comes to asking benefit, it has to be at least something borderline significant. So, if the buyer is considered getting more significant benefit than the seller, so you see over here, it's not just benefit, it has to be something that's deemed significant in the eyes of Chazal. That's like a theme that you've seen. You're right, I would have said exactly like you, which is any form of benefit. The answer is no, you see that there's some... It has to be something special, something something that like something that you could put money on. Walking through back someone's backyard, nobody cares about that. So that's, that's not considered real benefit. So you see from the Mishnah that it's still a problem. So the Gemara says, who's the author? Amravad Barava Ravaliazarhi. It's Ravaliazar. The Tanya Ravaliazar Mrafila Vitar Osimudar Hana. Ravaliazar says even Vitar. Vitar means additions. What does it mean? So we talked about this recently when it comes to sales. Right? So I just mentioned it. Right? Let's say uh, if I'm going to buy something from you and, and I'm not allowed to benefit from you, um, then uh, I have to rip you off or, you know, or vice versa. Or we talk even 50-50 if there's, um, um, a, 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 the, whether the buyer benefits or the seller benefits depends on whether it's in high demand or low demand. Rabbi Yezer says, in such a situation where you're allowed to buy from someone, you made a hanor, you made an isra hanor, but you're ripping them off, Yeah. Or if it's uh, a high demand, so the, 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 it's low demand, so the, the seller is benefiting. Whatever the case is. Reliez is the analogy to Vitor. Vitor was, you went, you bought a certain amount of apples from the guy. He'd always throw in a couple. Now, that was part of like, the deal. The, the guy would just always throw in a couple apples. Don't worry, because a couple apples. Just, it's part of the, it was part of the commerce process. You'd always throw in a couple extra. Reliez is you're not allowed to. Because if you said you're not allowed to benefit, even though it's the type of thing that nobody's mocked about, nobody's particular about, no, that's called benefit. So you see, Rabbi Yez is very particular when it comes to benefit. You're not allowed to benefit from someone that you assert, even if it's the type of benefit the average person's not mocked about. And that's why Vitar, he holds his also. The Chacham actually feels Vitar is fine, because Vitar is not a, a direct benefit to you. That's just part of business. You buy a, uh, you buy a box of uh, a ream of paper, they'll throw a couple sheets in extra that, that's not mocked. Rabbi Yez says no. So our Mishnah, which is much more particular, is following Rebbe Yezer. So the Gemara continues. So we said in the Mishnah that if you ask her eating from someone, not only are you not allowed to eat from him... Wait, you, let me ask you a question. What about if he's doing it for his own, his own self? Like when you do scale, when they sell scales, things like weight, they always add a little bit more, so this way... I still think it would be a problem. I still think it would be probably probably be a problem. I mean, they they sound to be binary, yes or no. Well, but that he's overpaying anyway. That's part you. So I'm saying I can't buy, I can't get our number from you, but I have to buy your apple. You know, he's right. A pound is not really a pound. It's a pound point one. Right. But I have to overpay because I can't benefit from you at all. 
It sounds like it's a problem. He says it's Kederach HaMoichrim. Derech HaMoichrim was to throw an extra. I don't know if it matters what the reason is. They, I'm sure they had reasons. Maybe they wanted the guy to be a good customer. They may wanted to be happy, whatever it was. Damages. But Rebbe Leezer says it's a problem. That's the point. Rebbe Leezer says Vita is a problem. So the Mishnah then said that if you're not allowed to asr, if you asr food, not only you're not allowed to eat food, you're also not allowed to borrow kalim that are used in the production of food. Now the question is, he said, He said, I'm not going to eat food. Why are we extending it to ovens, to sieves, to forks and knives? Like, why are we doing that? And it comes in the Dara, we usually go with what you said. So the Gemara says, in the beginning of Lama Gimel, You only asked food, why are we extending it? So the answer is, you didn't just say food. You said a Lashen that's more ambiguous and it implies other things. You said, The Hanoa food which is more inclusive than food, so it's including what? Mestam, it's including kalim. Here's the problem. It doesn't have to include kalim. There's a second category of food that's not necessarily kalim. Right? You said, if you wanted to just ask for food, you would have said machal. You said hanos machal, which implies something more. So we said probably kalim. Not necessarily. Hanos machal could be, let's say I take, someone has food, and I don't want to eat it, but I want to use it as a, as a, as a bomb for a, a, an ointment, for a scratch. Am I allowed to do that? No. But I'm not eating your food. It's not machal. I'm, I'm benefiting from the food. Hanos machal doesn't have to go. Why are you extending it to ovens, to sieves? There's a middle category before you get there, and that's using someone's food, not bederech achila. You could be using food for other benefits, not in the form of eating. So maybe that's what you referred to when you said hanos machalech alai. Why are we extending it to kalim? That's a bit of a stretch. You don't have to go that far. There's something else first, and that's eating using food for non-eating purposes, and then kalim. So why do you have to go to kalim? So Gemara says, Maybe all he means is that you shouldn't take wheat and, and chew it up and put it on the, on the wound. So Amar Rav, you're right. You said, You said, any benefit that could lead to food. So that means kalim. Because kalim of, of, of food prep can lead to food. Okay, so you've basically spoken up. So here's the kasha. Amraf Papa. So here's the kasha. We said you're not allowed to, you're not allowed to eat food. And, and if you said this, you're also not allowed to use kalim in the prep of food. What about something that's not used in the prep of food, but it's like indirectly related to food? Sak hamavia peris. Lahavi peris. A season's bag. Now, a season's bag could be used for a lot. It could be used for food. It could be used for non-food. Mastami, you use it for food. But is that also included? Meaning when you use a frying pan, frying pan is, is dedicated for food prep. So definitely not allowed to benefit from that. But the question is, can you borrow his bags? Can you borrow his bags, for season's bags, that, are, that can be used for food? Or is many times used for food, but it's labdafka? Are you allowed to borrow his, uh, his bags? Or, afilu tzina ba'alma, afilu... Uh, I'm sorry, Saklavi Paris, Hamar Paris. Or can I borrow his donkey because the donkey is used for Paris? Is that also a problem? Or another Kasha, I feel it's Sinabalma. Or what about I want to cut through his property, which we said is allowed because you're only asked food, but I'm cutting through the property in order to get to dinner. So these are all Kalim. I'm using these Kalim, they're not special for, for food, but I'm using them for food. That's the Kasha. So Boy, uh, 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 I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I, 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 one second, hold on, I skipped a line in my head, hold on, <laughs> um, I'm sorry, the, the case of the cut-through is the next one. Sinabalma means a regular basket. That's Hanama Vilde Those are all examples that are usher. 
that's not a shayla, that's also. So season's bag is also. Sina ba'alma, which is uh, an ordinary basket, is also also because it was often used for food. Sorry, the cutting through is the next one. The Gemara says, Boy Rav Papa. Okay, sus love. What about a horse to get to a banquet? I want to borrow your horse to get to a dinner banquet. Is that considered hanos hamavila de machol or not? Or tabas liraispa. I want to borrow a ring, which we said in the mission is allowed, but I'm wearing the ring dafka at a dinner. I want to show off. I want to look nice at the dinner. So I'm wearing the ring, dafka for a food banquet. Or, 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 I want to cut through your property, but to get to the dinner quickly. So that's the Shiloh. So these are, see, a donkey to, for, for food, it's meant for food. That's, that's what you're doing. That's, that's related. This is a horse. It's to carry me, but I'm going to the banquet. I'm borrowing your car to get to a restaurant. That's the shy. The ring has literally nothing to do with food, though. Well, according to the notes in the article, it's not just yeah. getting to the restaurant. He wants better food, and he's going to come with a nice yeah, so that's horse. A, that's, that's a yeah, so the Ron adds that. Oh, so I mean, Pashtos, even before that, Pashtos, just any connection to the restaurant is a problem, but he's saying, he's saying, you look good, you get a better table. So, that's the kasha. So, the kasha is, are you allowed to... So, the question is... Is there any makar for this from the Mishnah? So if you notice, the Mishnah said that if you aser food, you're not allowed to use kalim, but you're allowed to borrow a ring. So what's the case? If you're, I'll speak it outside. If you're not using the ring at the restaurant, does the Mishnah have to tell me that I'm allowed to borrow the ring? Of course I'm allowed to borrow the ring. Like the, right, the Mishnah said I'm allowed to borrow the ring. Well, what's the case? If I'm not using the ring at the re- for a restaurant, then what, what does the Mishnah have to tell me I'm allowed to borrow? Of course I'm allowed to borrow a ring with shaykhahs. The answer is it must be at a restaurant, and you see it's Mosef. So the Gemara speaks it out. Tashima, avomash leicholik v'talis nizam tabois. The Mishnah says you're allowed to borrow a ring. Now, hey, me what's the case? Ilay mishaloy liris behen. If you're not using it at a restaurant, tzrich lameima, do you have to, Mishnah have to say it's incredibly poshit. Elalav afil lirois behen. It must be that the case is that it's being used at the restaurant. Katani mashilin, you see it's allowed. The answer is loy. No. Loy lam shloy liris. The truth is the ring is not talking about at the rest. And you're going to say, what's the chiddush? The answer is the beginning of the Mishnah told you things you're not allowed to borrow. So it tells you things you are allowed to borrow. And it's, not, it's, it's, pretty, it's, not, it's not the biggest chiddush in the world. The beginning of the Mishnah said things you're not allowed to borrow. So the end of the Mishnah said things you should know you're allowed to borrow uh, these kalim. But it could be that if it's taka used for the restaurant, it would be an issue. It's uh, inconclusive. The Mishnah then says, a new Mishnah, we said that in the Mishnah said that when, uh, when it comes to borrowing kalim that are uh, right, if you said it, you're not allowed to borrow, you're not allowed to benefit food, so you're allowed to borrow kalim, right? So you're allowed to borrow uh, um, uh, I, don't, I don't know uh, a coat, whatever. It's not not related to food. The question is, what if in this location, in the alternative to borrowing is you'd have to rent it? What if it was standard to rent these items, and by you borrowing, you're saving money? That money can be used for food. So says the Mishnah, When we said you're allowed to borrow kalim that are in the, not in the process of food, so you're allowed to borrow, sorry, if the food, food kalim you're not allowed to borrow, but non-food kalim you are allowed to borrow, uh, a shovel, you're allowed to borrow a shovel. But says the Mishnah, But if it's normal to rent it, and by you borrowing, you're saving money, that money can be used for food, then it's us. Then it's us. It's, 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 it's too, it's, because it could be used for food, it goes into the category of, Food-related items, which means you're not allowed to borrow. Meaning, so you're allowed to borrow it when it's not used to be rent. But if it's meant to be rented, then generally you're not allowed to borrow because you're saving money. Says the Gemara, Michlal You see from this then the Reisha. Meaning, 
that when you're not allowed to borrow the sieve, the actual food-related kalim, that's afilu That's even when it's not going to be rented. So if I couldn't, if I'm not going to borrow from you, I'd borrow from someone else. I'm not saving money. I'm just getting the item. It's still usher. This goes in the back to Rav Shita, which is that when you usher someone hano, you're not allowed to benefit even for things the average person's not makbid about. So over here, if I'm not borrowing it from you, it's not like I'm saving money. I borrow from someone else. It's a standard sieve. I'd get it from anybody. But Rav is particular, it says that you're not allowed to benefit from that guy. So even if it's the type of thing you can get anywhere else and it's not a grace uh, benefit, that's still going to be a problem. Okay, so now this next Gemara, and to the end of the daf, we had recently in Ksuvah, Daf Kuv Zayinu Abbez, Kuv Chesam so it's sort of close enough in our minds that maybe we still remember it a little bit. Um, but I was actually listening because I, I was during Father Son. I was I was listening to the recording of Kuv and Aleph. There are differences. There are definitely differences from this daf to that. So we'll run through it. The Mishnah said, If you're asering, Reuven says, I'm not going to benefit from Shimon. So Reuven's not allowed to benefit from Shimon. The halacha is, Shimon is shaykloi shaykloi. Shimon can still pay the machza shekel. Upeireya es And Shimon can pay off Reuven's debts. And Shimon can return Reuven's lost object. But if it was the common location, if it was common in that location to pay someone as a reward, for returning a lost object, that you pay him for his time that he spent returning a lost object, then then that money you're not allowed to receive, that money you have to throw, uh, you have to give to Hegdish. Now, well, the last part of the Aveda, that's tomorrow's daf, that we'll more focus on tomorrow. But let's focus on the first part, which is that when Reuben says to Shimon, I'm not going to benefit from you, Shimon is still allowed to pay the Machsa Shago. He's still allowed to pay off the debts. So the Machsa Shago, if you remember in Ksubis, the Cheshbon was, what, what, I'm sorry? Oh, so there's a couple of things. First of all, it's a mitzvah. There's a couple of benefits that you can get from someone. First of all, you feel good that someone does something for you. That's not an existent over here because it's a mitzvah. But what about the fact that you're benefiting? Two, there's two benefits. One is I don't have to pay a machza shekel. So that we're going to see in this Gemara. Reuven says to Shimon, I don't want to benefit from you. And then Shimon's like, I'll be a good guy to Reuven. I'm going to pay off his machza shekel debt. Right? Every Jew has to pay a machza shekel. I'll pay it for him. Now there's two benefits that Reuven is potentially getting from Shimon. One is Reuven saved a loss of money. He didn't lose money. He would have paid a machsa shekel, which is $5. He's not paying $5. That we're going to see from today's daf. That's called mavriya chari, which is, um, there's a concept that if I go into your property without asking you, and I do something for you, I could demand money, because I, I benefited you. The halacha is that that's only true if I gave you a tangible, tangible benefit. But if I avoided you a loss, that's not considered a benefit enough that I could take you to court. The Gemara is extending that. Well, if I can't take you to court, maybe it's not considered a real benefit. I'm not giving you anything. I'm just preventing you from a loss. So the machza shekel, I'm not actually giving you five dollars. I'm preventing you from losing five dollars, which the Gemara is today's daf is going to prove that's not a significant benefit. Okay. The other benefit, though, and the Gemara doesn't speak this out. The real benefit is what about the fact that I now have a share in the communal carbonus? That the Gemara is going to say, the Gemara says in Subis, that they would make a Tanai Bezdin, that basically they would just give, they would have in mind the Machsa Shekel should work for every Jew, even the ones that didn't give, the ones that got lost in the process. So that's that you're not really benefiting from that either. So the issue is, though, paying off someone's debts. That's actually a real benefit. So the Gemara says, You see from here, it's chasing a lion away from someone's property, meaning I'm preventing you a loss. The halacha is that if I go into your property 
and I benefit, I could, I could demand p- payment. What if there's a lion in your property and I scare him away? So I prevented you from a loss. The halacha is, I can't take you to court. That's not considered a real benefit enough. The Gemara's assumption is if I can't take you to court, then it's not deemed a significant benefit. So therefore, over here, again, it's a tremendous chiddush, because I would assume, while it may not be the type of benefit that I could take you to court, I would assume it's a benefit that if I asked Hano, but the Gemara says no. And the Gemara is correlating the two. If I can't take you to court, that means I didn't give you anything. If I didn't give you anything, then it's not the type of Hano, that would be an issue. So the Gemara says, Mantano, who is the author of this Mishnah, that paying off someone's debt, avoiding Again, helping them avoid a loss is not a benefit. So, Amrav Haishia, Zu, Divrig, on the next page, Chanon. This is the Shita of Chanani. Now, what is Chanan Shita? As we'll see in a moment, Chanan Shita was that if a husband went overseas and his wife needs Mazinus and, and another guy pays, his, pays the guy's wife, so Reuven's wife goes, over, Reuven goes overseas, leaving his wife behind, so Reuven's wife needs money. So, the Shaila in that Sugya was go to court, take, go into the property without his consent. Reuben's wife needs mezainas. Shimon's like, I'll be a good guy. I'm just going to, here, here. Here's $100 for the week. Don't worry about it. The halacha is, Hanan holds that Shimon cannot demand payment from Reuben. Why? Because he didn't give him anything. He just prevented him from losing money. He didn't benefit him at all. His wife would have just taken money from him. So he prevented a loss. Preventing a loss is not considered a benefit. That's Hanan Shit. So therefore, our Mishnah, which says that you're allowed to pay off someone's debt if you asked Hana, that's following Hanan. Rava says no. Rava says no. Even if it follows the other sheets that hold, that you could demand payment. And paying off a debt is considered a benefit. So how am I allowed to pay off a debt? The answer is, The case is, what's the case over here? The Pasha case is, right, Reuben and Shimon, yeah? I say, oh, Shimon, uh, works out. So if my name was Reuben, it would work out better. But okay, Reuben Shimon, I said, I don't want benefit from you. You cut off. I don't, I'm not taking a penny from you. Okay. So then, what's the case in the Mishnah? You come and pay off my debts because I owe Levi money. You pay off my debts. So the halacha is that that's not considered uh, a significant benefit. So the question is like this. So why not? So okay. So you'll say because it follows Chana. The answer is it doesn't follow Chana. What's the case? The case is that when I borrowed money from Levi, the debt that I have, Levi said, you, you never really have to pay me. Don't worry. If you pay me good enough, not no worries. So you're not, pay- I, 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 I wasn't even a loss, because Levi was never going to take me to court. So the case of the Mishnah, where it's not really a benefit, is you paid off my debt, but my debt is to Levi. But Levi said, if you never pay off, it's fine. Now, by the way, the Gemara doesn't point this out. The reason why, this is Rava's explanation. The reason why Rav Hoshia, I'll just tell you the Gemara in Ksubis, Rav Hoshia doesn't say this, why? Because Rav Hoshia says, even though I could, so Rav is saying that I didn't benefit at all, right? Because again, Shimon pays off my debt, $1,000 uh, that I owe Levi. He, pay, he pays Levi $1,000 for me. So, so Rav says, why isn't it considered a benefit according to anybody? Because the case is where Levi said, no, if you don't pay, don't worry about it. So the Gemara and Ksuba says, or Hoshi doesn't like this, because why is it not a benefit? Because he, he wasn't going to take me to court anyway. So what, how, how did I benefit? You paid off my debt? I wasn't, <laughs> wasn't going to pay. So the answer is, the Gemara says in Ksuvis, Nobody likes to, there's an embarrassment of owing someone money. That you did remove. The Gemara over here doesn't say this for some reason, but that, that's the explanation of the Gemara Exubus. But we'll put that aside. So therefore, you have two explanations. Again, in our mission, it says that if I ask for benefit, you're not allowed to benefit from me. I'm not, I'm, I'm I'm not going to benefit from you. 
you can pay off my debts. Two explanations why. Rav says because it follows Chanan that says that uh, preventing a loss is not something you take someone to court, so it's not really a benefit. Rav says, no, it's specifically a case where the debt that I have, the guy was never going to take me to court. So I didn't lose anything. I, it's not even preventing a loss. I was never going to pay. <laughs> it was one of those where Levy lent me money and he was like, listen, if you pay me good, and if not, then no worries. So I was never going to pay anyway. So he paid off my debt, but it wasn't a real debt because I wasn't going to pay anyway. Well, that's the, that's the Gemara in Ksubis says there's still an embarrassment that he removed. But the Gemara over here today, no. It says that it's not a real debt. Oh, we've had this before where someone says, I'll, 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 if you pay me back, good, if not, no worries. Okay, is it a debt? Not really, because what would you, you give me? That, that I, don't, I don't have to pay him the money? I wasn't going to pay him anyway. He was never going to take me to court. It was never going to happen. So, so that's the two explanations of what the case in a mission is. My Chanan, where is this Chanan? It's not. The mission says, If a guy leaves, goes away, and some other guy pays his wife the Mezaynas, covers his wife's Mezaynas for the week, Chanan says, you lost the money. You can't take him because you're going in unsolicited. You're not giving him a benefit. You're preventing a loss. And that's not something Chanan says could be taken to court. Because it can't be taken to court, it's not deemed a real benefit. And the Kehanim Gedolim disagree. And they say, You could demand it in court. So according to the Kehanim Gedolim, you'd have to say, Our Mishnah is either not like them, or it's talking about a case where my debt was not something I was ever going to pay off anyway. So Amrav Daisa ben Hurkanis Kedivrei. Daisa ben Hurkanis follows the words of the Kehanim Gedolim. So Amrav Yechemen Zaka. Yofa Amrav Yechemen Zaka follows Chanan. Okay, Hinich Maizav Akarinsi, because he put money on the horn of a deer, it's gone. Now, so you have Rava and Rav Rav Hoshia said our Mishnah follows Chanan specifically. Rava says it's, it follows everybody, but it's specifically talking about a case where I paid off a debt that was never going to be collected anyway. So the Gemara says, Rava, I understand why Rava didn't want to say like Rav Hoshia. Why? Because Rav Hoshia says our Mishnah only follows Chanan. Rava wanted to follow according to everybody. So I get why Rava is motivated to disagree with Rav Hoshia. Rav Hoshia loyama karava. Why did Rav Hoshia not say like Rav? So the Gemara in Ksuba says its reason. The Gemara over here says gezera shaloy lefara misham lefara. The answer is what, what, what's the case of the Mishnah? The case of the Mishnah is that it's according to everybody. You're allowed to pay again according to this Mishnah. I said I'm not benefiting from you at all. So you, you ask a shaila, can you pay off my debts? So according to Rav, it would depend. If if it's the type of debt that I'm planning on paying, you cannot. If it's the type of debt I'm not going to plan on paying, you could. In halacha, do we do that? No. We just generally say, no. So Rava doesn't say like, Rav Hoshia doesn't say like Rava, because what is he saying? It's dafka, a case where it's mutter, it's where it's a debt that the guy said he's probably not going to collect anyway. You think that that's allowed? Of course not. We would just asr l'kuliyam, but we would say, that if it, meaning if that was the psak, that under 90% of the time, if you ask for benefit from someone, he can't pay off the debt. But when is it allowed? It's when his debt is not really a real debt. Okay. You think the mission would just say it's motor? The mission would just say you're never allowed to pay someone's debt. Exera, this case or to that case. That's 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 the explanation. Okay, so let's just go a little bit weiter. We're going to introduce this concept and then we'll we'll get into it. Um, the Mishnah then said, "I'm allowed to return your lost object." Now the question is, who's assuring who? Meaning. I have two cases. I could say, I'm not benefiting from, from you. And then you return my lost object. So that makes sense because, again, I'm not allowed to benefit from Shimei. But you 
And what's the benefit? He's giving me my lost object. But that, that's not a benefit because he's not giving me anything. He's giving me what I own. Okay. Correct. And it's a mitzvah. And I'm not benefiting because it's my object. He's not ben- I'm not, it's, it's preventing a loss. It's, not, it's nothing new. What about the reverse case? Then it's not a no, Correct. Then it's not a What about the opposite case? What if I say I'm not allowed to? Shimmy's not allowed to benefit from me. Shimmy's not allowed to benefit from me. Can he return my lost object? Oh, because he's getting the mitzvah. So, well, no, he's not getting the mitzvah. He's getting. I'm not paying you. What he's getting is the pruta of Rav Yosef. This is a sugi that comes up in a couple places, which is that he's oisik b'mitzvah poter min mitzvah, which means that while he's returning my lost object, if a poor person knocks on the door, he doesn't have to pay. So I said, Shimmy's not allowed to benefit from me. The question is, he allowed to return the lost object? Why? What benefit is he getting? I'm getting a lost object, but he's not allowed to benefit from me. What benefit is he getting when he's oisik and returning the object? he potentially doesn't have to pay a poor person a dollar or two so is that considered okay so we'll get to that so the, the, he's saying so that's, that's why there's a very long run so, <laughs> well that's that's the, the, the run has that very long shiloh the, so why is it even in the category of benefit? I'm losing out on an opportunity to do a mitzvah. I'm not losing out, really. Right, and helping someone's wife who's the, the husband's overseas is also a mitzvah. It's not a benefit. One second. Yeah. Um, so, let's, let's, we'll do the daf, uh, and I'll see if I could try to figure out. Tyson's asked the kasha. It's not the Ron, it's Tyson's kasha. And it's a very subtle answer. It's a very lumdish answer. We'll see. I might have to get it for next time. But let's see the Gemara. Pligi baravami veravasi. Again, you're allowed to return lost objects. The question is, what's the case? Ravasi says, the case that you're allowed to return the lost object is where I said, I'm not going to benefit from Shimmy. And he is returning the lost object to me. It's my lost object. So the question is, am I benefiting? The answer is no, because he's just giving me something that was always mine. He's returning his object to himself. But what about the opposite? What if I say, Shimmy's not allowed to benefit from me? And then Shimmy returns my lost object. That's Osir. Why? Because while he's returning it to me, he's potentially benefiting of Rav Yosef Shita, which is Oisik B'mitzvah, Potem and Mitzvah. So he's potentially benefiting that while he's returning it to me, he doesn't have to pay about tzedakah. So that could be a direct benefit, and that's an issue. So he modifies the case of the Mishnah, as the Mishnah is Dafka talking about a case where the benefit is Osir, from the returnee of the lost object, but if it's the reverse case, it's a problem. Says the Gemara, and the other opinion says, no, both cases are motorwai. The concept, that's not a shchiach type of uh, benefit that, that Chazal would answer. Now I'm going to, okay, now we're going to stop here. I am going to look into that Shiloh because I, I, I told you, Sunday morning is tough for me. I saw the Shiloh, Tyson asked the Kasha. Um, I, I, the, the Kasha is, the pruta of Yosef is considered avoiding a loss, which the Gemara into this discussion has assumed is not considered a direct benefit. So even if you hold pruta of Yosef, why isn't it? Uh, why is it considered direct? Why is it considered a benefit? It should be preventing a loss, which we said is mutter. Uh, Bez Hashem for tomorrow. I'll have the answer.